Welcome everyone back to Virtue's brand of wrestling right here on the bigvetobrand.com and I am Virtue being joined once again by my esteemed co-host, the remarkable, the magnificent, the extraordinary, the outstanding Robbie Vice. What's up? Well, all of those things are true, but thank you so much for pointing it out for those who may not be aware. I am Remarkable. I am Robbie Vice, and I am here with Mr. Virtue. We have some WWE things to go over today. Um, very disappointing when it comes to Build Up and Monday Night Raw. Um, I'm also sick of Kofi Kingston. There's so many things we could talk about, Virtue. Where do you want to start this off today? Okay, let's do this. Where in the hell is Bray Wyatt? We just They go cold turkey. Yeah, showing us the vignettes, right? Which every week uh, he was building up a following. People wanted to see what the next one was gonna, you know, be about. And then the cold turkey just to show cryptic puppets on camera in the arena. Like they should have been doing that the, when they were airing these things. You know what I mean? Like throughout the show. Don't show us eight weeks of vignettes or longer. Then pull pull them and have eight weeks of this stuff. Because now the cool factor, the sense of something different that these vignettes were, to me, it's fading already. What do you think, man? Like, how do they, what did they do next with Bray? I, I enjoyed they those vignettes. They don't know. That's the problem. They don't know. I, I think Vince, this is, this is my prediction, okay? I think Bray pitched all this stuff to Vince, and Vince was like, well, I don't know. This sounds pretty dumb to me. But if you think it'll work, whatever. I think he just did it because he wanted Bray to sign another contract. Right? He's like, fine, we're going to give him a bone. And then it and then it got over big. And and Vince all of a sudden decided it was the greatest thing in the world. He had to have him have a Vince McMahon puppet on there, and he kept doing it. But then it got to the point of where are we going to debut this guy, and then no one has any idea how to debut it. I think they're afraid they're going to screw it up, and it's going to get more backlash. That's why I think they backed off of it. They have gotten so much backlash because Heyman was supposed to change the world, and it was such a great walk, Raw two weeks ago. And this felt like more of the same. So my theory is they are afraid to screw it up because they do not need any more fan backlash or any more negative press. That's my thoughts. What do you think about that, Virtue? What do you so, think it is? What do you think if this passes on SmackDown when Aleister Black kept asking for a fight and instead of Cesaro, which, you know, okay, whatever, right. it ended up being like Bray sitting down. It should have been. Or just no, a rocking chair. Yeah. Yeah, just because sure, I, I know why they didn't because they probably wouldn't know how to book out of that, how to protect right. both guys, right? Even though right. with good creative, you could figure that out. So that's why they don't do it. But to me, that would have been part because, you, especially walking around the chair for a split second, I thought Cesaro, I thought that was Bray, but then I kind of saw it was a little bit too skinny. But he had the little weird hand gesture, pat in the back of the chair, and then when he sat down, boom, it was Cesaro. I thought that would have been perfect. And I don't know if it would have been the smiley Bray or the, just with the mask on, just sitting there, not even saying nothing. And then the, the weird, like, and then Black maybe could have got a sadistic look on his face, like, oh, yeah, that's what I want. But no, Rob, no, because we don't know how to book out of that. They don't. And you know what I you know what I actually would have thought, and I thought of this when the Cesaro uh, reveal happened. I wish Bray would have sat down and just laughed and been really nice. And then at the pay-per-view, just didn't his music kicks on and he just doesn't show up. And then he just doesn't, he just messes with him. Like, I don't know how the Undertaker used to do it. And then have have him have a big blow-off match at SummerSlam and have something happen where someone could run out 
the help Bray, maybe, I don't know, Harper or someone else that the fans want to see. And that way it protects him. And then they can have something that builds up to the next big pay-per-view. And then, you know, they'll do their stupid 50-50 booking, but they can at least have both guys look strong. Well, how about this? Like you suggested, they get to SummerSlam before they really even have a match. And then they have a match. And it's this, just Bray doing Bray stuff. Um, Alistair Black doing his stuff. And then at the end, it's like a no contest. There's some big spot and they take each other out and you know, who knows the lights go out and their, the lights come back on and one of them's gone or they're both gone. Oh wait, the WWE just doesn't understand how to book out of stuff, but that it would be hype. That would be hype. Yeah. Because they're people that, first of all, they're guys that are both fun on the mic. I think their promos would go great together. And they both have pretty unique styles in the ring. I think it would have been a golden opportunity. I'd buy SummerSlam for that. I would want to see what happens. It reminds me of when Kane and The Undertaker had those feuds back and forth. They never really got into the ring with each other. So you needed to see that when it finally went down. And they could have built this up to be something special. But in typical WWE fashion, they just gave us Cesaro, which guess what? Three years ago, I would have been really excited for that. But I think his push time has come and gone. They need to repackage him yet again. I just don't care. The guy's a workhorse. He's great. I don't care about him in story anymore, especially when I thought it was going to be Bray. They let me down. Dude, so at Extreme Rules, we're going to get Kofi defending the WWE title against Jay. Joe always comes out mean, gnarly, rough, tough, you know, hurting people. This looks devastating. And then, then what happens is he has his match and he loses. What's so, the over-under on him getting busted open again? That seems to happen every pay-per-view he's on. But, like, you know, that'd probably be entertaining, but Kofi, probably not going to bust him open. I mean, Kofi's one of the softest workers there is. Right. But what I don't get is now you're going to have Kofi beat Joe. Right. I mean, he's literally going to beat Joe and he's going to have another stepping stone to this greatness that came out of nowhere. Like I, I will be I would be mediocrity for my next 11 years if I knew someone was going to give me the, the world. Like I just don't like to me and maybe in WWE's eyes, Rob, it's not pushed all the way because he is the champion on the B show, which in Vince McMahon's eyes, sure, that's a show going to, to Fox. But. Do you think maybe because he's not in that universal title picture, that's why Kofi's getting this push? Because to WWE management, it's just like, well, it's just killing TV time right now because we're coasting to Fox. Yeah, I think that's part of it. I think you also have to take a look at the fact that I think he earned the right to be champion. I think he absolutely got the fans behind him. He got over, but he has not earned the right to keep that title because consistently he has been one of the most boring people to watch for, I don't know, three months straight. After he won that title, he had so many things he could have done to evolve his character. What's he still doing? He still has the stupid pancakes. He comes out to the damn New Day music. He's still announced by Big E. He's still an afterthought compared to the other two members. What has he done to deserve to keep my fandom? What has he done to deserve selling pay-per-views? I don't think anything. He needs to lose this to Lesnar ASAP so they have a real champion when they go to Fox when it matters. Agreed. But I'll disagree with the fact that he never earned it. I mean, he got it because Mustafa Ali got stiffed by Randy Orton. I mean, that, that's in a match on SmackDown. And we that, can agree to disagree on that. But all that matters now is he does not deserve to have it anymore. Oh, that, yeah, that's right. But I, I, he should have never had it. Then we wouldn't have to be worrying about this, about him still having it. So anyway. That's true. Right. Anyway. Right. Oh, that's God. All right. So what's possibly equally worse, or if not, 
equally bad or even worse. I can't even say it because I'm already thinking ahead what I'm about to say. Then Kofi Kingston. Becky well, they Lynch. turned your brain to mush. I'm going to guess it's Becky and Becky and Seth. Garbage. Like, oh, my God. And they're trying to do dirty dancing moves at house shows to try to get, like, clips on uh, to go viral on Twitter. What the hell? What's the man's man? Like, I don't know. What's your take? I mean, we probably talked about this before, but another weekend, more overexposure. This is cringe. So what do, what do fans hate right now? They hate the overly produced promos. They hate cheesy, corny dialogue. And they hate when they deliver these lines like they're a robot reading from a teleprompter. And what have we gotten each and every week? Every single one of those points. The most manufactured relationship in WWE oh, history. I, I, the, my heart of hearts believes this real life relationship could just be a sex fling, but they're really not dating because they don't look like two couples that are dating. They, they I, you know what I mean? Show. Russo, yeah. somebody on Russo's show, one of his guys said that, that maybe they just you know got caught being together, going in out of hotel rooms. You know, for like the road fling, because neither one of them were dating anyone, and that people go well, act like they're dating because they do not look like a happy couple. They they no, just they look like they're people. like awkward bestie friends of the opposite sex from high school right. that right. ended up you know going with different people in their life. That's bad. I feel like anymore WWE can only produce amazing content or horrible cringe. Because if you look at that and the Mike Canales thing, this is some of the stupidest shit I have seen and the dumbest lines I have heard, and I can't even remember how long. I I will take the Bella Twins all day, every day over this. I will take Farting Natalia. Please stop with this stupid storyline. Uh, it's gross. Yeah, will you take the Iconics talking? I will take the Iconics I will take an Iconics versus Bella tag team title feud that goes until WrestleMania and takes an hour of Raw every day. If I never have to see this fake ass relationship on my TV ever again, I would absolutely and I would and I would come on here and I would put it over and I would it would be the greatest thing to ever happen. I can't. Yeah, look, look, Becky was supposed to be this hottest thing in the business. She was supposed to be right? Tessa Blanchard. The Tessa Blanchard is a better Becky Lynch the man than Becky Lynch is, okay? And if you want to check out what Rob and I have had to say about Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan and Impact's version, better version of Seth and Becky, go over to WrestlingWithWrestling.com or Andre Corbeil's YouTube page because we just posted a short you know, discussion about that that you might find interesting. But the problem is the fans wanted Becky to main event WrestleMania, one-on-one -on -one versus Ronda. The problem, WWE creative got their hands on Becky. Well, like true fans do, they don't keep supporting her like they did. Once the creative shits on them, the fans pull back, and all of a sudden they don't like the talent as much, which really makes them Benedict Arnold, which really makes a lot of fans front runners. If you're not going to be pushed to the top because we want you there or you know, consistently pushed like Stone Cold, we're going to take a step back and we're going to find our next flavor. It's ridiculous. We called it, Rob. We knew Becky was going to be a flavor. Kofi was going to be a flavor. And here we are talking about them in cringe situations post-WrestleMania heading into SummerSlam. Now, Seth, the only thing he has left intriguing, right, to get to save him from this relationship is Brock Lesnar and the Money in the Bank briefcase. Right. And even if that means oh Brock can beat him and cash him. Yeah, even I if completely that means, forgot that. 
What's that? I forgot that Seth yeah. Rollins even had a title. I Dude, forgot it, that was even a thing. Having Brock go for Kofi to win that. Dude, Brock's got the briefcase. One of these title, not that Seth's title reign has to end, like we want Kofi's, but I want the Seth relationship on screen with Becky to end. Yes. So I would. Re- I called this out, I think, on the predictions video for Extreme Rules and on NoDQ.com. I, I think Brock should come out at the end of that match and F5 Becky. F5 Becky. You want to say, you know, you, you want to not placate to Impact because in, Impact is insignificant to WWE. But if you want to one-up Sammy Callahan and Tess Blanchard, have Brock come out and put his hands on a woman who's called the man, f 5 her to really F with Seth Rollins, right? Let That's me paint you a picture. Television. Let me paint you a picture here. Go for it. So this is what I think should happen at the end of that because I don't get to go on these review shows, and I forget what you said, but this is what I think is going to happen, and this is what should happen. I Because this is a this is a no disqu- – this is a anything-goes match, right? Uh, should be. Lesnar comes out. Right. Lesnar comes out and just Fs five Seth, beats the shit out of him. Baron Corbin pins him. They both lose their titles. Okay, so Becky can drop her belt without getting pinned, and then Lesnar cashes in on Corbin, F5s him twice, and this leaves. And then as he's getting away, Becky attacks Lesnar, who then in turn laughs at her, picks her up, drops her as an F5, and end pay-per-view, walk out yeah. of the arena. Dude, and the F5 is a pancake bump. You know what I mean? Right, Flat yeah, pancake bump hurt. down on the mat. So, oh, man. I'd love to see that. I mean, anything, any little nugget of something controversial. And that's controversial. WWE wants to – Maybe start leaving the PG era. There you go. Get people. I mean, you're not going to do it in extreme rules. You're not going to lose sponsors and hurt your stock because Brock Lesnar, in the heat of battle, picks up Becky Lynch and throws her over his shoulders. Who's a right. tra- She's a trained professional wrestler. People know she can take that bump. It's not the much. Like she's taking a head stomp or a chair yeah. shot. Yeah. So, oh my God, I, I don't even know what else on Extreme Rules I'm excited about. I mean, I, I am going I to SummerSlam. I don't even know what's on Extreme Rules, man. I have my passport card now. I'm going to be going to SummerSlam in Toronto, and we'll talk about that more as we get sure. closer. I just want to get through this Extreme Rules pay-per-view. You know what I mean? It's just like, it just feels like it's a long road to a weekend off for me. Right. Um, is there anything yeah. else like that's just been so, like, anything you're excited about <laughs> on Raw or SmackDown heading to Extreme Rules? Like a hidden gem? Um, no. Probably no. If you couldn't answer, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I, I guess Braun Strowman, maybe that could be a fun, hard-hitting match. It's probably not going to live up to the spot they did on Raw. Um, no, I don't think I care about anything that's happening on this show. I, I not just Shane see- and and Drew versus. I the big dogs. I I am so over Shavik Man, and if you look, and I know I've been talking to you for years about this. He has the worst punches in the business. I do not like him. I respect the 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 spots that this guy does. I have been over Shay McMahon for over five years. I don't want to see him anymore. I'm not excited for that. Roman Reigns deserves better. Roman Reigns at this point should be in the Universal Title picture. Why can't we get another Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, where maybe Roman could be the bad guy, or at least just uh, an in for himself badass it doesn't have to be a straight cut heel. He comes back from leukemia and beats it. He wins an ESPY. Right. Roman Reigns wins an ESPY. Okay. Now is the is a better time than ever to say you got you know if Roman Reigns being your top baby face doesn't pull like Stone Cold and Rock numbers or even John Cena numbers started declining, then it's because you know manufactured superstars just don't 
catch on, especially with handcuffs like they used to be. Yeah. So you're not going to like lose tons of money. Okay. If, if you were to turn like what, you know, but, but Vince turned stone cold heel. And I think that backfired so badly. That's why Cena never turned heel. And Vince is just afraid to turn his top guy's heel. But tell me, Rob, is this not a perfect time? Roman beats leukemia, wins an SB. Yes. I, now the time for him to say, but fat, you were never really like, there for me. Were you referencing that great pay-per-view in Cleveland, Ohio, where Stone yeah. Cold Steve Austin turned and joined the Alliance? Uh, you know why the fans hated that? Not because he turned heel, because it was stupid and it made no sense. It made absolutely no sense. But we don't need to talk about that right now because that is in my top five dumbest things I've ever seen on wrestling. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just don't care about this pay-per-view. I don't care at all. Nothing about it interests me. We'll see. Maybe we will be delightfully surprised. So next week's show, we'll have something we could say, wow, I didn't expect that to happen. But I'm sure all the matches will go as planned. Maybe there'll be a title change or two. Maybe we'll see some Wait, puppets. Wait, versus Ricochet might be fun. It might be entertaining to see if the club does anything. I guess that's something to kind of look forward to. So that's well, my two things. Will the club be doing something cool? And will Brock Lesnar cash in? Outside of that, I really do not care. As long as Ricochet doesn't cut a promo, I'm okay with that. They need to cut his mic every time. Like, every time he's about to talk, like, Big Show should come out and KO punch him. And by the way, is Big Show still employed by World Wrestling Entertainment? I have well, not seen I mean, that. Well, is still getting paid by the Mets. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he might have a similar table. So, right. Dude, and, okay, and real, you know what? Go ahead. I, I just want to have a little uh, – one little sports reference in there because I'm pretty sure uh, that you are a Knicks fan – um, well, I don't want to say now. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say LOL to the Knicks, but uh, that team is going nowhere until Dolan dies. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got Randall, they got Alfred Payton. That might have been their best signing for the money. They got Alfred rid of Chris Dapps for what? Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, not well, good. they got well, did it move them? Was that it was their draft pick that landed Barrett, right? So, yeah, yeah, if, if, yeah, if. not good, anyways. But anyway, right. hey, years and years of putting up with them. And then Kawhi did what he did with joining. Paul I get George it, dude. I get. I'm a lifelong Cleveland sports fan. I live here. I watch all the teams. I've lived through the Browns for since they came back as an expansion team. So I get it. I totally get it. Well, I'm not front running. You know what I mean? No, uh, I know you're the not. Clippers have, You've been no a Kawhi Leonard friend for a uh, fan for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you know why? Why would I not want the team that my favorite player is on to win? Right. right. I mean, you know, yeah. I don't have to be the diehard Clippers fan, but I could root for them for his sake. I mean, your team's not going anywhere. Exactly. That's how I do the Cavs this year. If the Knicks somehow you know, won 25 games next year, I'd be like, holy shit. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I just they're the going Cavs to, did not lose 27 in a row. That's my goal for this season is for the Cavs not to lose 27 in a row. Anything other than that. Who's going to have I'm a better okay. record, Cavs or Knicks? Uh, probably the Knicks because they have R.J. Barrett, and Cleveland doesn't know how to draft. So I would say the Knicks will probably have a better record. I'll tell you what. On my fantasy team, though, I do want – Julius Randle's going to have – he. Dude, yeah. the last half of last year, he averaged like 25, 7, and 5 on the Pelicans when they when they didn't play Davis that much. Imagine yeah. him balling it up on the Knicks with no big stars. Uh, imagine how Lakers fans feel seeing all of their rookies getting these max contracts and these great extensions and then wishing D'Lo would come back, and he's never going to. Yikes. Wishful thinking. The Knicks will have a – This is a, how boring Extreme Rules is, by the way, that we are now talking about the Knicks and the Cavs. But it's the BigVitoBrand.com, and on Getting Color, we always talk about sports. So it is relevant to this channel. Fair um, enough. The, the, Knicks, the Knicks shock the NBA world and win 
41 games this year, 41 and 41. (laughs) That would shock me. I I would, Virtue, I will tell you this. If the Knicks win more than 40 games, I will get you a $50 gift card to anything you want. Dude, even if they were capable of it, they're going to be, they're going to tank to try to get a draft pick. You know what I mean? I don't know about the next draft class either, but that's, at least you didn't draft guards and then get more guards and then get more guards who are six feet tall that play no defense, especially spending your top pick on a guy who had a really bad injury, who played like four games to replace the guy you drafted last year. I don't know who in the first half of the NBA season, Colin Sexton was literally statistically the worst player in the NBA. So I don't oh, know. It wasn't Harrison Barnes or uh, Harrison Jermaine, Barnes is hot garbage, but. For the money he was making, yes, he was the worst in the NBA. But Harrison Barnes is nowhere close to Jermaine Wiggins in terms of bad efficiency. Andrew Wiggins? He's no, he's no, no Wiggins, Wiggins is by he's far the worst. close to Carmelo because Barnes doesn't take those 30 shots a game. That's he, true. He knows, you know, he's just a guy. If he's hot, he'll take three or four shots in a row. He'll get you the 15, 16. You know what I mean? Sure, he doesn't get those assists and steals, which is really what hurts the value that you look at. Yeah. But he really doesn't ball hog either. So you no, know he's what a I good mean? team player. He'll be a role player on championship yeah. teams later in his career yeah. for sure. Yeah. So anyway, but I the Cavs are the worst. The Cavs oh, are the worst AEW drafters in the world. Fight yeah. for what? the fall is a Saturday. Okay. I don't care about that either. Is Jericho going to be there though? Right. Jericho. What is it? Jericho is going to be there to cut a promo. So I am interested in hearing that. Okay. And but, MJF has been doing some phenomenal mic work. I would say. Yeah. I, I dare say he's been doing remarkable mic work. I'd like yeah. to see him and Jericho go at it to try to one-up each other on the mic. But, guy, Cody and Dustin versus the Bucks. I could have swore the way they built this after their match at double or nothing, they said they were going for the Young Bucks. I felt like they were going for some type of titles or, to win, or to win a title shot. And right. here is – I even said on a predictions video, I thought that I thought the Bucks had some title or there was going to be some future AEW tag title shot on the line right. in this match. And I looked stupid – because this is for nothing. Fight for nothing. That's what it should be called. Fight That's for exactly nothing. That's what it should be called, yeah. I, I, I know. Okay, so if the Bucks lost those eight, those AAA titles, they should have at least said the winner gets a shot at the future AEW tag title. Something, right? Why don't they have tag team titles for their own company yet? Why Why can't this match be for the winner gets, you know, is one team a to fight for them at, or a, at, 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 at all out? Something right, yeah, that would make sense. What is uh Moxley yeah, doing? No, first, first, first. Is Moxley doing anything? I don't even know. These are those free shows, they're mailing it in. You're right, you know what I mean? Because yeah. their contracts for these wrestlers probably are specific amount of matches, so they're not going to have certain guys wrestle like Jericho because they don't want to eat one of their matches at a free show where they're not made where it's basically going to charity, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, that's all I got. Anything else, Real if quick. not. Evolve Evolve is hilarious. I think it's great they're pushing Evolve to fight AEW because they're going to deny they're doing it, but that is the biggest FU middle finger I've seen in a long time. Superstars on there. Yeah. Uh, What was the last time you've seen WWE advertise for a competitor company? I've never seen it before. Has it ever happened? At least because Evolve's Evolve's indie. They've had a lot of guys that came to NXT that worked at Evolve. You know, they can't just control Ring of Honor in that same way because Ring of Honor is owned by millionaires. Right. Evolve used to be affiliated with Ring of Honor a little bit, I think, before. But WWE can manipulate them because they're such a small indie company. So, and they're doing that. And 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 Evolve's loving the pub because, you know, they're on the network. So it's it it just it's working out. It's kind of like when Heyman 
got ECW um, on Raw back in like 96, 97. I don't know if you remember that back then. It's kind of like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, there you go. Sounds good, man. Do your plug. Man, you guys can follow me at Xenomecha, X-E-N-O-M-E-C-H-A. I am remarkable. I am Robbie Vice. Now, I will say this. If there's something you want me to tweet about or you want us to talk about, it could be shitty Cavs basketball or just general NBA stuff, general sports things in general. I would love to talk about it. Give me a tweet. Um, Virtue, there are places that they can find me, they can find you, and everyone's dying to know, are you going to be on NoDQ.com as the next Super Chat champion? Uh, take it away, man. What, what are we, Where are we looking at for that? Nope. No. I did at one time. I shilled. Shilled. That's the S word, my friend. Shilled $5 to Aaron Rift so I could end the night as the Super Chap champion. So all those people that do that were bitter that I had it. And look, since I did that, it took off even more. Right? So Would you say really you were the, the greatest so champion in the history? Really, so who's really the good guy here? That's right? true. And so I said, you know, I kind of made fun of it a little bit on the no DQ uh, extreme rules predictions that some fans got mad in the chat or in the comments. I made it more important. I made it so important to them. They're mad at me for saying it's not important. That's such a Chris Jericho thing. I was going to say, dare I say, are you the Chris Jericho of the no DQ.com super chat champions? I think I'm going to have to go in the chat or the comments and put a fake apology though. The, the most insincere apology I can. And, and the people like you put out of yourself in the comments. The people will like you will read right through it, but but we'll see. Nonetheless, you can catch Rob and I also over on wrestlingwithwrestling.com, which is Andre Corbeil's page. We just posted a 15, 16 minute discussion. We had about Tess Blanchard and Sammy Callahan and Brian Cage, some impact wrestlers. You can catch Rob and I right here every week on the big brand.com. And of course, soon. Dot, 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 dot. Rob will be on no DQ on some panel videos. But I man, challenge Big G for his spot. I don't know gosh. what we'll do, but I challenge him. I'm calling him out right now. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to have to see what we can do, right? Remember, it's Aaron Riff's channel. So anyways, thank you for watching Virtue's Brand of Wrestling right here on the TheBigVetoBrand.com. For Rob, I am Virtue. You can follow me on Twitter at no DQ underscore Virtue. We'll see you next time.